0: I am Brendan Slocum, musician, educator, and author of the upcoming novel, The Violin Conspiracy. I'm here to tell you how music can save your life. Let me tell you a secret. Music actually did save my life. I'm convinced of it. When I was nine, I started playing violin through a public school music program. When my friends were out running the streets, I was in rehearsals. When they were breaking into people's houses, I was practicing Vorzhak and Mozart. Now, some of those friends that I grew up with today are sitting in jail or dead. So music really, really is important to me. I honestly believe that my violin opened the door to opportunity and I was lucky enough to run through it. Each week, I'll be joined by someone whose life was also changed by music. Since I'm a classically trained musician, many of my guests might come from that world Fair warning, I am also prone to rock out to 311 and Kendrick Lamar and everything in between. So no matter what kind of music you listen to or play, I'm hoping that this will be an interesting, inspiring, and lively discussion. Thanks for joining me. My guest today is the king of strings, Mr. Ken Ford. Strap yourself in because this dude is off the chain. Let me brag about Ken for a minute. His talents have earned him the honor of playing for First Lady of the United States, Michelle Obama. And it's also brought him on stage and into the recording studio with Bruno Mars, Jill Scott, Yclef Jean, Shaka Khan, Letacy, Brian Culbertson, Barry White, CeeLo Green, Eric Badu, and about a million other people. Ken's accolades include standing ovations from audiences of over 20,000 people at the Seabreeze Jazz Festival, the Mallorca Jazz Festival, the Capitol Jazz Festival, and about a zillion others. All right, that's enough of that. I am so happy to introduce you to my new friend, the King of Strings, which makes me the Prince of Strings, Mr. Ken Ford. Mr. Ken Ford, I would like to welcome you to How Music Can Save Your Life. (laughs) Thank you, Brendan. Thanks for having me. It is my absolute pleasure to have you here. I got to tell you a uh, brief funny story. Well, it's funny to me. I don't know how funny it's going to (laughs) be to anybody else. But um, the way that I actually discovered you came across your work. Uh, You were doing a performance in Atlanta recently, and my cousin was a photographer. And uh, on his Facebook page, he put... What did he put? I think it was something along the lines of World's greatest violinist or best violinist, oh, you know, oh something God. like that. And then, of course, me immediately, I'm like, whoa, 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 cuz, hold up a sec. I thought that was me. Uh, oh. and, 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 and you're giving that title to somebody else. Are you serious? Who is this dude? It's like your cousin selling you out. Like, I know, wow. right? I was like, we're supposed to be family, dude. Come on, right? And uh, so I checked out your work and I checked you out and I was like, wow, this guy is really interesting. I see why my cousin spoke so highly of him. He said, oh, it was a fantastic performance. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I am thrilled to have you here to learn more about you. And so our listeners can get a glimpse into the life of Mr. Ken Ford and how music saved your life. I'm really excited about this particular interview because I think that we both have a lot in common. As I was reading up on you, um, we have very similar Stories. So I'm not going to bore the audience any longer (laughs) with my opening spiel, but uh, we're just going to get started. If you wouldn't mind telling us how how is it that you got started uh, doing what it is that you do so well, and was there a particular person or an event that inspired you? Just you know, basically tell us your story.
1: Okay, well, I was born. <laughs> no, I'm, <just> <laughs> I'm not going to start there. Well, what had happened? The in, the violin was introduced to me um, around the fourth grade. And the way it was introduced to me, um, you know, because back then you had to, you were required to play an instrument. You know, there was nowhere around. And where was this? This was in in Decatur, Georgia. Snapfinger Elementary. Okay. This is in Georgia, and so by this time I had made it down to Georgia. So I was starting here in the fourth grade. I'm from St. Louis, and I stayed in Detroit for a minute. You know, very young, and um, ended up in in Georgia. And that's where it first start. Where it first started in the fourth grade. And actually, violin was not the first instrument I chose. The um, teacher passed out pictures of all instruments: strings, brass, drums, percussion, everything. And basically, we were supposed to circle the one we wanted and hand it hand the sheet back in. So the first thing I circled was the upright bass. That's oh, wow. what I. Yeah, that's that's. I was cuz it was just big. I was like, "Wow, that's cool." And, and, and all the other all the other boys was choosing saxophone, right. drums, trumpet. So I wanted I wanted something different, but I wanted to be big though, if it's going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to get something different, you know what I mean? Bigger's is so, always better, right? Big is always better. Here I am this skinny guy, you know. But what had happened? I really thought about it and I was like, "Man, how am I going to get around with this thing? Because all my parents had at the time was a Volkswagen Bug. It's like a little Beetle Bug. And I knew. So I was like, man, I was thinking. So I looked at the pictures again. And I was like, you know what? There's a smaller version of this big bass <laughs> thing. I take that. So basically, I chose the violin just because it was small. I had no idea what where I was going with this. Not at all until I got home and started going through my daddy records. But that, that's a whole nother part of the story.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that
1: part. I mean, I, I, I'm sure we'll get to that part. But, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like, it, it kind of chose me. It was kind of like, oh, I'm, I meant to play this thing. I had no idea what it was. It wasn't like, you know, I had been dreaming about playing the violin and I couldn't wait to get to school to tell my teacher. It was nothing like that. I chose the violin because it was small. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who would ever thought and, and and that's how it's like wow i didn't know i was gonna fall in love with the thing so yeah and, th- and that's what happened
0: that is wild yeah <laughs> uh i i actually chose violin it was the same thing this this uh <laughs> lady came around i think i was in i was in fifth grade nine years old and she came around with with uh i think she had violin and viola Okay. She said, oh, you could play the cello, you could play the bass, whatever, but I'm just not bringing those today. And the only reason I did it is because two of my friends said that they were going to do it. Uh, ah, see like, there. Yeah, okay. Right, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, then the, and, and they ended up not doing it, and I did.
1: And you like, ended up going with it. And yeah. so that's what tells you, that should tell you, you know, it was meant for you to play the instrument.
0: Exactly. Early on in your career... Uh, can you talk to us about some of the most significant challenges that you faced and, and how you overcame them?
1: I went to school to do the IT thing because um, that was hot back then. Everybody was into computers, and I was liking computers too. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, oh, I want to make some money. And But then I was thinking about, well, my dad was like, well, don't forget about your instrument. You know, you're going to make a million dollars one day with your violin, blah, 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 blah. And my mom is like, you need a job. You, you need a backup. You need a degree. So so here I am. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I did both. What had happened, you know, I, I went to Georgia State and then I was like you know I was going to major in music and all that but the only thing they were offering was music education and performance and performance meant being in the orchestra and all that I didn't necessarily want to do that necessarily I've been in orchestras and but I didn't want to do I didn't want to be in Atlanta I didn't want to groom myself to be this guy and that's just too much structure too much too much, a whole bunch of stuff. You already know, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, no, I'm going to just leave here and go to Devry and get it. A- <laughs> Get a get a practical education in IT so I can make some money, and that's what I did. So I went and I started my journey on that programming thing, and I actually did good. I got to the point I was making five not uh, not six figures. <laughs> I'd probably still be doing that, but uh, I did really good. I was like, wow, I'm jamming. I'm a I'm a programmer. I'm contracting, but I never stopped playing the violin. It was always in the trunk of the car because every time I get off a <laughs> of work somewhere, I go find a jam session going on at somebody club I might yeah. only know one or two songs it didn't matter but I love to play so you know I was doing lessons every now and then here and there or sitting in at the club if somebody would call me for a wedding I'd be like wow you want to you, wanna, you want me to play at your wedding what you want to pay <laughs> me like really so But I'm still working. I got my job. I'm working. I'm doing my thing, you know. I get off work. I go to a club, like I said, sit in. It didn't matter. I'd be there all night. Still had to be at work in the morning. Well, (laughs) because I loved it. Because I loved it. I I wasn't trying to, at that time, it wasn't no such thing as, you know, making a CD in your bedroom that quick. It wasn't no such thing as social media. I was literally building the following and i had no idea that's what i was doing i wasn't even that good i was just a black man playing the violin so (laughs) because of that i was encouraged so much oh yeah oh i sucked really (laughs) you know like
0: okay wait 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 wait, wait. (laughs) hang on hang on hang on on. okay i I have a hard time believing that you sucked (laughs) because i I heard you play
1: well, thank you, Brenda. But I guess that comes from I'm still in discovery mode i'm I, I still keep even at this late age, I still keep discovering new things on the violin that I didn't know, and it's like, wow, but so back to the story so what had happened, and I did the i t thing I did both things, and i became I became a contractor in my i t world so I was just playing the violin for fun. It wasn't serious, meaning like it wasn't serious for money for, for a career yet. Mm-hmm. It, I hadn't gotten there yet. But I was playing it. The money was coming in a little bit. Okay, well, $100 here, $200. You know, I was like, okay, this was good. Gas money on the side. This was entertainment money. <laughs> right. You know, that was helping. That was helping. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so, you know, time went on. I started working from home wow that's when it happened so i started getting like "Ooh, this is comfortable you know i'm a programmer i'm making all this money i'm working from home now i'm doing more gigs because i'm able because i'm kind of freer you know i'm doing these lunch gigs you know i'm doing this <laughs> you, you can know. set your own schedule i'm setting my own schedule my manager has no idea i'm like bootlegging doing all other kinds of stuff <laughs> until one day we we're having a conference call, and you know, I can't stand conference calls because that means you gotta be on it. <laughs> and, <Right>. so, <laughs> and so and I, so I thought I muted myself in my other line ring, Brennan, and here I am working a deal. I'm like, you oh know, negotiating gosh. a gig with a, and everybody's on the phone, like Ken, King, you're not muted, you're not <laughs> muted. And I'm like, oh man, and it was probably not too far after that, I was like, okay. <laughs> Manager called me in like, yeah, kid, you you need to just focus on your instrument or you need to. And I'm like, you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> but that ain't really what did it because I'm driving home to myself. I'm unemployed right now. I'm actually because I'm in this program and I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the next job. Where is my resume? Because I'm thinking I got kids. How am I going to support myself? I can't do this with the violin. So here's the turning point i make it home i gotta tell my wife that okay (laughs) i don't have a job no wow right and we already got two kids with some three on the way (laughs) this is later (laughs) but (laughs) so so she says you know what why don't you just put all your effort and focus into yourself into your music into your violin we'll be okay if you do that, I was, and it was at that moment, Brunin, I decided she had more, I decided to be the best violinist wow. for me that I can be. I started doing every I was playing tip for tips, I was playing for divorces, weddings, <laughs> underground. I was trying to play for every because I was like, how I'm gonna match what I was making, how I'm gonna do this right. and that. So I was like, you know, I get a second job. Maybe if I work at a music store that's not so bad because I'm keeping myself surrounded in music every time I would try to do that Brendan, something stupid would happen. I would leave my license or I'd get a flat, and I would never make it to the interview. <laughs> it, 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 it be that's what happened. It's like, okay, what are you what, what are you telling me? okay, I need to keep I need to you know what I figured out what I have to do and because there's good times and there's, there were bad times back then. Now it's all good times because I figured it out. I hope this is answering your questions, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just putting everything bunched into one. So, what happened once I decided to go strong with that, you know, everything was good. The phone was ringing. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know people like how I sounded and all this. I'm getting, good. oh, I can raise my price a little bit. Okay. All of us, okay, I'm doing good. Next thing you know, the phone stopped ringing. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. and then then you had you start you start going back you start digressing like okay maybe i need to get a job maybe i do, 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 do. Do, 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 do nope that's not the answer you know what the answer is the answer is start enjoying your craft again in other words i go i went to my basement and i started playing and mm-hmm. practicing and getting to a point where I'm enjoying myself. Next thing you know, the phone rings. See, it's internal. It is not nothing out there, no rat race, anything like that. Because what's for you is for you, period. So what you run into it for? It's right there for you. So you just chill. So I chilled and I played. And I got a phone call that said from this lady, she um, worked for this company. Um, I forgot the name of the company, but they wanted me to play for them in the Bahamas. And this would be my first time out of town doing it. And I go to the Bahamas. And and I'm like, okay, we want your band and everything. And I'm like, okay. Okay. She's like, okay, Ken, how, we talked about all the logistics and then here came to the, the price part. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, Ken, how much you going to charge us? And me, I was just being silly and playing around. I was like, $20,000. No, I said $25,000. And I was nowhere... I, I wouldn't even be making $1,000, Brenda. And, <laughs> and you just remind me, her name was Brenda. And she said... <laughs> I know. You see what I mean? Her name was Brenda. And that's my mom's name too. She said... She said, Kim, we cannot, you crazy. We can't do 25,000, but we can do 20. I wow. was like, okay, let me get my manager on the line. All of a sudden, I just changed. I got I got all serious. I got corporate, right? Okay, what's your email? Okay, we get the invoice and the contract sent to you, blah, 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 blah. And it was at that point, though, what was important about that, that I realized this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could have did that made that in seven days as a programmer. Programmers do, but I'm talking about because they love it. See, this was something I love. You you, you see what I'm saying? So, I was like, and it was at that point, I just, my resume disappeared. I don't even know where it is to this day. (laughs) Diplomas, who knows? They used to hang on the wall in the office. It's like, what's the use? Wow. I have no idea where my degrees are. I have nothing. But, Me and my instrument and my music. So you're talking about how important music is to me. Oh, yeah. That's who I am.
0: That is awesome. I mean, you pretty much answered my next question. It was like with that that one person whose interaction put you on the course that you're on. And it sounds like it was really your wife who encouraged you to do it. was my wife
1: that, that, that pushed me. It's always a girl. You know that. He, <laughs> you know, even my son, he could learn bike, to ride a bike for nothing until the little girl up the street came
0: riding down. I was like, you ready to He was like, I
1: got this. He started riding. That's what it is. We just easily influence.
0: You know what? That's true. That's very true. You're right. You're we would right.
1: be living in a shack if it wasn't for our spouses or girlfriends.
0: I mean, I don't know about a shack. I, well, not maybe. a shack, but you know, <laughs>
1: no, nah, I'd be in something decent, but <laughs> I don't It'd be a know. two-room shack, at least. Yeah, at, at least two. It ain't going to be five-six bare Like, why do we need all yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Ken, what is your perception of the climate for black musicians today? And do you think that there is a divide between white musicians and non-white musicians?
1: Wow, got to
0: get deep on you for a minute.
1: Wow, you got you got <laughs> political on me. Like, okay, <laughs> hold on. Honestly, you know, I there is no difference, and and I'm not going to make it a difference. This is this is why I say this because when I mean, you can play, you can play. Mm-hmm. When you sound good, you sound good. I'm not looking at you like, oh, he's black or he's white. I'm listening to you. I'm I'm you know so it's hard for me to even put color or race with a, with music. Mm-hmm. And that's the great and that's the greatest thing about music. Anyway, I can go to another country with my violin. Not know anyone, not be the same color and pull out my violin and plug up and they would love me. It's a universal language. Yes, people try to separate the two. Hey, if you got soul, you got soul. I don't care what your color is. Okay. All if, right. it's, if it's something in you, it's something in you. It, it is what it is. Because I can go both ways. Yes, black folks trying to be white. White folks trying to be black. Who cares? <laughs> as long as they can play, right? As long as they can play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what counts to me.
0: Tell me what your absolute favorite thing about music is. I mean, I know that you provide entertainment, but what, what, is, what does it do for you? Ooh,
1: that's a great question. <laughs> Okay, for me, for me, it takes me to an honest place. What I mean by that...
0: Wait, I'm writing that down to an honest <laughs> place. I'm seriously writing it down.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It takes me to an honest place. Because you, you got musicians that entertain, you know, on the stage. And, and I'm one of those and, you know, do shows and stuff. We get, we do shows, gigs, weddings, whatever it is. We and, we and we also practice. And, you know, we do our scales. We play our songs, our pieces, and... Practice and all that, but you know what we forget to do play for yourself. Let me tell you what I mean. Oh, I love playing for myself right here in this room. I just like to see my own progress Mm -hmm. and listen to myself play. And remember how I used to want to be able to play like that.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a, it sounds like a simple concept, but it's like no, nobody does that.
1: Nobody does that. Play your instrument. You know what I do? I, I call it Russian roulette with music. <laughs> I get on Spotify, and I go to maybe my favorite genre, or it only had to be a certain genre. I put it on shuffle, mm-hmm. Brendan, and I take my instrument, and I Find whatever comes on. I play with it. Whether it's a song I like or not, it don't matter. I like to see where I am. (laughs) How can I do this?
0: And it's fun because- That really is for you. That's great. That is
1: so for me. So for me. Does it help me when I go do a show and I got to sit in with a whole band I never played before? Yes, it does. (laughs) But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I like to enjoy my own plan. I don't. I don't want that to sound, you know, con. Uh, what's the word? Uh, vain or conceited? Anything like that? Full of myself? No, but I am full of myself. And you're supposed to be full of yourself and enjoy yourself with nobody in the room, and nobody even has to know you're doing that. You and know that- what? That, that honestly, <laughs> I have.
0: I I can, and I've never heard anyone put it that way. Never, but. Listening to you say that, it makes perfect sense, and I am definitely going to start doing that.
1: Yes, enjoy what you have created.
0: It's okay to do that. It's
1: okay to do that.
0: i totally be like, okay. wow,
1: I can do this, ooh, with ease. <laughs> and I remember when it was uncomfortable to do this. Now I can do that, and that makes me feel happy about myself.
0: Wow. Oh my god. That is the simplest concept. But I think for a lot of us, you know, practicing musicians, we've totally abandoned that and we've forgotten about it. Play for yourself. Oh my goodness. You know what, Ken Ford? You just like that that is a revelation that I think a lot of people are going to uh really take a hold of and they're gonna be like,
1: huh, oh man, that's good. Cool. When was
0: the last time I actually played for myself? I can't tell you the last time I played for myself.
1: Man, that is the funnest thing, Brendan. It's like it's it's it is so satisfying and refreshing because there's, you're not putting any pressure on yourself. When you practice, it's all this pressure. You want to get it. That's mundane and it's just doing stuff over and over. No. Play a song you know how to play. You know you know how to play. <laughs> and enjoy how it sounds. Yeah. And know that I played this song. I sang this song. That's the best feeling.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, okay, you've totally opened my eyes. That is a concept that is so simple. That's just rudimentary. That's that's the first thing that we're supposed to do. That's why we were attracted to this.
1: In the first place.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know like, why I
1: was attracted? Yes, I heard Noah Pointer. I heard Regina Carter. I was like, I heard Jean-Luc I was like, ooh, I want to play like that. And that's why I played. I didn't get into this to study the violin and Seventh Position and all these pieces and Mozart and I didn't get into it for that. That's not what attracted me. So, people can't not be surprised when you don't know this violin. Like, no. I don't follow too many classical violinists because that's just not what I do. Right, right. Not because, you know, because people think because you play a violin you're supposed to be this kind of way, that kind of way, you're intellect. no, I'm a cool guy. Just, yeah, yeah. I loved something and this is what I loved about it. So, I go that pursue is
0: it. Really interesting that you say that because you know, like, like, like you just mentioned, the perception is: well, you play violin, you're supposed to know this. You you're supposed be to know this, this and that, yeah. no.
1: right? I get so
0: tired of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like just because I play a violin, I don't know your favorite classical violinist. I don't know your gypsy violinist. I don't know this lady here because she plays an electric violin, too. Do you know how many people in the world play electric violins and
0: violins? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a ton of
1: them. It's a ton.
0: But there's only one Ken Ford. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And and he is on the podcast right now. Right. Off the chain, Ken Ford. That's me. I I mean, Ken Ford is wild. I like it. wild. good stuff. This is is the point in the interview where you get to ask me anything you want.
1: So, um, how long you been doing this? It's probably a long time if you playing in in the the orchestra in Virginia.
0: Yeah. uh, Let me I started when I was nine and I am significantly older than nine now. I'll just say it's been 40 (laughs) some odd years. Yeah, that's
1: I say the same thing. That's
0: funny. I'm a man of a certain age. I'll say that.
1: Did you go to a conservatory and do all the whole nine, the the, the oh, classical?
0: No, no, no. Okay, did, now see, now you are get okay. Look, do you, oh, you well, see you what I have on? Oh, ass. Whatever. Look, okay, look for those of you at home. You can't see me right now, but Ken, <laughs> I want you to describe what I'm what I'm rocking right now. What am I wearing right now? Does He's this, not wearing now, now something see, that. It, <laughs> now see if this sounds like a conservatory <laughs> outfit.
1: Nope, it's a t shirt. Number one, let's start there. I can't tell what's on the t shirt, but oh, something you don't cool want to know looking. What's on it. Right. And then the baseball cap. So he's straight chilling.
0: Yeah, for real. He's
1: straight, he's straight chilling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I actually uh, went through public school, started at nine, public school. Um, I switched to base in ninth grade and um because my my uh the school it was a junior high so i was in ninth grade and all of the other kids were in seventh grade and that was the first year that they had had orchestra and my teacher nancy pierce she was (laughs) like well you know everything on violin you're not going to learn anything but we need a bass would you switch okay why not sure i'll do that wow so i I switched to bass and and, uh, in high school i played uh, bass in my jazz band And I kept up violin and everything. Then um, I had a teacher who would come in. You know, it was one of those things where, well, this kid is playing and he does a pretty good job and there's no program at this school until the kids from seventh grade made it up to 10th grade. Oh, my goodness. So my senior, like my junior and senior year, she would come over and I would have like a, a mini... Orchestra class by myself a couple oh, of times wow. a week. Okay, and, and you know she encouraged me. I, I'm auditioning for like regionals and everything. Oh and wow, I, I make it and <laughs> and she's like, you need to go audition at University of North Carolina at Greensboro. I was like, for what? Oh like, wow, for, <laughs> you you need to look into music education. I was like, what is that? <laughs> okay. She's okay. like, The audition is on this day. All right. Why, what am I going to play? Just. Play this and the okay sure I go I audition you know I'm like I'm I'm not any good there's no way I'm gonna make this I'm staring out the it. window oh I, yeah, my was cr- I was I'm, I'm literally playing a piece and I was staring out the window as I was doing it see if it it's if it's part of you see that, yeah that yeah, it, it, it was, was meant for you to do that yeah and 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 the rest is history you know I, wow I, that's I, cool that's I had a really terrible cool. teacher my first year he this oh, man, man told me. You know, it was it was really discouraging. He told me, he said, Brendan, he was from England. He was a former concertmaster for the BBC Symphony. So oh, you know he oh. knew his stuff. He was like, Brendan. Your hands are far too large to ever play the violin in tune, so I cannot teach you. I was like Are you serious? That's what he oh, said. Oh,
1: that's why you're doing. <laughs> you let your <laughs> you let your header be your motivator. Woo,
0: I was that's like, what <laughs> that's what I said, okay. And, I, yeah, and, and I was I,
1: like, okay, you're gonna tell me that. Oh
0: man. I actually ended up quitting. I I, I stopped violin lessons and then uh-huh, the next somebody
1: year, somebody told you. you gonna yeah, let this exactly. somebody told you. Brittany, you're gonna let this guy tell you what you
0: oh man, you please. know, and that's what my my next teacher said. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say her name, Dr. Rochelle Vetter Huang. Okay. Was the absolute best thing that could have ever happened to me. She's like, yes. that is that's foolishness. Just here, come, come. She taught me how to play the violin.
1: And there you go. And and then you're gonna be, and then you become even greater too, with that. oh my goodness, so many. Man, look at that. That was a cool story. Yeah, and you know what's stuff. also cool about your story? You play bass first. And you know what that means? If you ever decide to just come over <laughs> on this side.
0: <laughs> Wait, is that the dark side or the right yeah. side?
1: <laughs> look at my walls. <laughs> and look yeah, at I your see, walls. <laughs> <I see>. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, because you already know how to play vertically. See, mm-hmm. as violinists, they don't teach you that kind of they don't teach you changes like that. They don't teach You're you. Right. That, you know how, how to learn it hard nuts. I had to get thrown into the woods, into the club, and learn that on so on on a on a song called "So What" by Miles Davis. So I I was like, my mind was blown. So my point is, you play bass, so you already know the concept. If you ever decide to come over, I got you.
0: Okay, well, all right, all
1: right, all right. (laughs) I'm going to leave that as an open
0: invitation. As an open
1: invitation, I hope if I ever decide to go classical, I'm calling you to get me get my chops
0: up, dude. You know what? I got you. We'll do some Vivaldi duets. We're good. We're there. We're there. Okay,
1: we'll we'll switch out. You know, I'll show you some Earth, Wind, and Fire. You show me
0: some Vivaldi, dude. I'm there. I'm right there. You know what? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that for real. All right, was there ever a time where you were confronted by someone who just didn't get why you were doing what you did, and were you able to get through to that person?
1: Oh yeah, I could start off early. Um, you know, in the school bus in elementary school. Oh
0: school, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Like, to us. Yeah.
1: Hey, okay, this this started early on. It's like, Ken, what you got in the case? Uh, a trumpet. Uh, Ken, what you got? A saxophone. It was a different instrument every day. That's why I wanted my parents <laughs> to give me a uh, square case instrument. So people wouldn't even know I played the violin. Isn't that messed up? That is so messed up. I was, it's like, I was almost sneaking and playing the violin until later in my senior year, I just busted out. It's like, you know, when you're a senior, you do whatever. But, I did it in a cool way and that's what every, you know, my, my partner be beating on the on the trophy case, give me a beat and then we be playing and he played violin too so we be playing, you know, Stevie Wonder and bang, 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 bang. We, we were just making the violin do stuff right. and and little did I know I was headed somewhere <laughs> from doing that. But it's it's funny. We just made it fun. Not that playing classical was not fun. It was fun to us, but it went fun to our friends. So we had to do something fun for them too. And that's how kind of how I kind of started. That was the beginnings of getting to, you know, what I'm doing now as far as just electric violin, jazz. You know, I wanted to be cool with it, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's definitely cool. Definitely cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys have never seen Ken Ford perform, you really should check out some of his stuff. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is really, really, really good. Thank I think he's you, earned Bridget. that title. Oh, thank you. Who was your favorite composer or your favorite musician, your favorite piece of music? I want to know all of ooh, it and I want to know why. Oh, 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 oh
1: so many. I'm going to start. I'm going to give my boy credit, Stevie Wonder. I'm going to just start their greatest composer. Wait, wait,
0: pause. Hang on. Okay. I actually had the opportunity. I played with Stevie Wonder a couple of well, years ago. Well, how
1: about that? Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. See there?
0: That was a good show.
1: Okay. I yeah. bet. <laughs> he was with the whole orchestra, the whole setup. Yeah. Good. Oh, yep. yeah. It was mm-hmm. good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was like, oof. Okay. Oh yeah,
1: his his stuff ain't no joke. So him, of course, and 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 one of, the, I mean, it's obvious why. I mean, the, the dude is super talented. The the, mm-hmm. the the songs and everything, but the fact he can turn around and play too. And oh, yeah. you know, contusions. <laughs> just stuff like that, you know. And his stuff is he always keep me challenged. You know, I even remade redid one of his songs on my CD, Visions. And cause it was just something that touched me. I was like, oh man, it just that would sound great on violin. And so I did it. So he's one, Jean LePonte, violinist, French violinist. He was the first one. I was like blown away, like, wow. Like. How is he so clean? How can he do all this stuff and be so clean? What am I missing? And he still, to this day, drives me to be like him. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but you know what I mean. I got my own style. Everybody has their own style, but everybody needs somebody to look up to.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And and, and also my boy, uh, Christian Howe. He, he was one of my teachers, child prodigy. And just to hear these guys play and how effortless it is, it's like, wow. And that strives me to be better and better and better and better and better at, at, at what I do. So, man, oh man, I can go on and on. Regina Carter. Oh man, and I love Herbie Hancock. Pat Metheny, a he, he, guitar. He, he He's one of my favorites. I like 70s jazz. Even though I grew up, and, and I like R&B and everything. I like hip hop. I like it all. But I grew up, My dad's a DJ, and I just grew up around music. And so, when you put on Hubert Laws, I know who that is. I know when you when you when you hear when you play Grover Washington, one of my dad's favorite artists, I know who that is. So it's like music is just a part of me, and I love uh, Marvin Gaye. I just name all some of my favorite artists.
0: That's good stuff. (laughs) That's good stuff. All right, let me let me get back to jazz a little bit. Okay, what do you think about Stefan Grappelli?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> See, you know what names to say to get me all
0: I, I'm just saying, giddy. you know, Oh, my God. Yeah, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. He's amazing. That's
1: amazing. He can play everything. And then I find out he's self-taught.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That gave me some encouragement. I was like, you know what? At it gave the me end of discouragement.
0: Day, I was like, dude, I'm taking lessons. Uh, I can't uh, do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, right, I know. Right, it's kind of quite the opposite, like thing. But uh, I guess it's encouraged for me because I've had lessons here and there, but I really never had that one person that just, you know, made me. I think my 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 teachers was was, was everybody. It, it was it was a collection. Even some of my friends, I. Taught me something I didn't, they didn't even know they taught me. You know, how to hold my bow hand right. I didn't even realize I was doing it wrong. Here I am, been playing violin already 20 something years. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> all this time, you, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, people are my teachers. It's like, Ken, that didn't sound good, right? Even my son is like, Dad, I mean, you go fast down there. You're not clean. I'm like, wow. okay, thank you, sir. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's you got to take that as some constructive criticism. Yeah, and my everything mom, everything you
0: can learn from everything. Yeah.
1: Ooh, my mom used to say, I can never. I mean, I can. I play some for her, and she'd be like, it was all right. <laughs> but <laughs> it was. It was always. It was okay. But she never. I never got a yes. That's it. You know. So. I was up. Uh, the people around you, you know what I mean. You got to surround yourself with people that's gonna be honest with you. First of all, not gonna be just blowing smoke, you know, talking about, you know, ooh yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then yeah. you get out there and embarrass yourself.
0: Well, do you think you think those people are hard to find, or do you think? I mean, like. Some some people have really thin skin. You know, like, if you criticize them or give them any type of critique, it's just like, eh, well, <laughs> you're not really supporting me because well, that's the best kind of support you can get.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, people really want to... They genuinely really want to support you. But if, if they don't, you keep it moving. I mean, you're going to attract what you need. That's what I do know. Wow.
0: That. Well, you know what? I'm writing that down. You attract <laughs> what you need. I'm, I'm not even... I'm writing this down. <laughs>
1: Hey, a producer friend of mine, and, and I won't even say a, a name, but he's, we cool now. He didn't produce the CD. It won't be hard to find out. But I remember the day he told me, he he told me, don't quit your day job. Wow. I was like, I was like wow. And, and of course, I did one of your numbers. I had, I let my hater be my motivator. <laughs> I was like, really now? I was like, I'm about to be practicing. And, and it, was, it wasn't that direct, but it it hit you so hard.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like for something that you love doing. Right. Yeah.
1: It's like, how you going? In, it's like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm going to show you. Not that you're doing that directly, but, and then it's funny how things turn out. And the same guy end up doing stuff for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing. It's like, wow. What if I would have listened and still been working a job? I've probably been fire by now with all this going on <laughs> I'll probably be at home working at home because of COVID who knows all the mess I'll be doing but right now I'm chilling you see what I mean so man things work out on purpose for sounds you.
0: like they worked out really well for you man. do you have uh, any performances coming up and where can we find you on social media Yes. Okay. Okay, y'all. Okay. For y'all at home, you don't know. Ken just started. Uh, he just started a little dance. A little there. dance. And you say uh, that. <laughs> was his okay. Happy let dance. me
1: get it all together. Well, first of all, <laughs> December eighteenth here in Atlanta, I'm gonna be at City Winery doing two shows. That's the the, the the next big show. I got some little stuff in between, but as far as the um, social media, my website is www.kenford.net, but my social media is Ken Ford King of
0: Strings. It's king Ken of strings, Ford, king of strings, king of strings. I guess that makes me the crown prince. I'm not quite uh, no. at your level, see, but no. you know.
1: See, no, <laughs> I'm the king of my own strings. See, uh-huh. that's what people get. See,
0: I'm, I was I'm, twisting it up a little bit. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I know you be trying to get me to say stuff. I see how you do, Brenda. You be trying to, you be trying to get me in uh uh-uh. Uh, you ain't gonna get me.
0: My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> sorry. From, from one fellow fiddle player to another one. I'm I sorry. know, my right?
1: We got, speaking of, we got to get
0: together and play. You know what? You just <laughs> made my day by saying that because I didn't want to be too presumptuous. I'm like, nah. yeah, let me see if I can go hang with Ken for a little bit. I don't know. No, nah, that'd know. be
1: fun. We can, shoot. If you okay, in Atlanta. Wait, 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 let,
0: let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. You're primarily a jazz violinist. Yeah, for the okay, most part. So do you do any bluegrass?
1: Uh, I can do one or two bluegrass songs, <laughs> but <laughs> as far as when you say jazz violin, I want to say this. You know, jazz violinist means because when t- honestly, Brendan, when I'm on the show, I'm not doing jazz. Yeah, I'm not doing autumn leaves. I'm not doing giant steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I, I might put an element of that in there and mess around with it, but I'm not doing that song. You know, I'm doing. I, I'm doing stuff like this. That Sound like jazz to you. No, that's down with who? Right. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> oh, why'd you stop it? Dude, what happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I stopped it, cause that's not what your podcast is. I mean, no, but yeah. the
0: podcast is about music and I was bopping in that <laughs> one and having a I was Man, okay. you
1: gonna All make right. me pull out the instrument if you <laughs> I see.
0: It's always
1: ready because you know, I just love to
0: play. Yeah, well let, let's hear a little bit.
1: Hey, why not? Oh, here we go. Just turn on.
0: In forward, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look! See uh, well, how you do. Okay, it. see that was. <laughs> I right, see he's just teasing us right now. I'm just
1: teasing y'all. No, I'm actually play.
0: If you, you you should see this setup. This is insane. Deep smoke. Oh, here we go. This is a live performance of Ken Ford right now. Inspired. I, I'm totally inspired. I'm fully <laughs> inspired. Dude, I'm there. And you know what? I could tell, I could see from watching you play that. That was for you. I could see how you were just digging it and all into it. Yes. That makes me want to get up and pull my violin out and just play <laughs> yes. for myself. That was insane.
1: Play for yourself. It is so fun. Wow. I have fun with myself. I would have played just like that if you were not here, the same expression, same moment, because it's for me. Wow. You
0: know what? Okay. I, I, you know, I, I have to be completely honest. I, I think I had actually forgotten that for a long time.
1: It's okay. That's why we, that's why we all here to help each other out. Oh we all gosh. angels helping each other out.
0: You know what? I, <laughs> I, and Ken, I need you to tell me one more thing before we conclude this interview.
1: Okay.
0: Has music saved your life?
1: It is my (laughs) life Music is my life So therefore, yes, it has saved my life It replaced my life (laughs) Yes, yes, it's all up in it Yes, indeed You know, not to say, you know, I wouldn't have a life If I didn't have music, I don't know I don't know life without music It's just, you know It's just in me, you know. And Charlie Daniels is, too. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's the only two Bluegrass songs I know. After
0: that, (laughs) I'm done. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to teach you Bill Cheatham. I'll teach you Bill Cheatham. Please teach me a new one. Yes. I I will teach you Bill Cheatham. We'll totally make that happen. Okay. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys heard it. You heard it. You heard it here first. Brendan (laughs) Slocum and Ken Ford rocking Bill Cheatham. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. They're like, well, who is Bill Cheatham? What are you talking about? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, look it up, people. Look it look up. Look it up. <laughs> Ken, I wanna I mean, I can't even express to you how how awesome this has been getting to know you a little bit and talking to you and hear your story. It's been oh, fantastic. Man, thank and, you. Man, just thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. With all I can say. And you know what? We're going to look for you. Uh, we're okay. going to look to do something together. We will definitely be in touch. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your talents with us today. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. We, we really appreciate it. I think my life just got a little bit better. How Music Can Save Your Life is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Hosted by me, Brendan Slocum, produced by Hannah Ray Leach, and mixed by Eric Coltnow. Special thanks to Jeff Kleinman and everyone at Anchor Books for their help with this podcast. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me and my novel, The Violin Conspiracy, check out my website, Brendanslocum.com. I'll see you next time.